Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey there, Life Church. Pastor Chris Ray's here along with Pastor Bob Leahy. Hey. We are doing another weekly podcast, and we want to make sure that you guys know that you can contact us anytime and say, hey, will you guys please talk about this? Will you talk about this topic, this theological point? Anytime. Pastor Chris is available 24-7 to talk about <laughs> podcasting. Because what it does is it helps us understand what you, Life Church, what you guys are thinking about, praying about, trying to figure out in the Bible. So just send us an email, info at lifechurchchico.org, and ask us tons of questions. Label it Dear Pastor Bob. <laughs> hey, Pastor Bob, you preached a couple of weeks ago and loved your sermon talking about uh, Tabitha or Dorcas, but you also opened up, I think, our eyes here at Life Church, taking a broader look into the effects of our actions, the deeds that we do, and the the long-term effect that we can have on the lives of people. And in, in Dorcas, Tabitha's case, she was loved by everybody, and then suddenly she died. And then everybody got in touch with, oh my gosh, we're going to miss this amazing woman. And so she was brought back to life. Obviously, Peter prayed for her. And I imagine there was a lot of joy and celebration. But I think the, the major points that you drove home to us is to really not idolize key figures in the Bible as the watermark. Oh, we have to shoot to be like that guy or to be like that gal. In other words, be who Christ has called you to be. You have no idea to the extent of which your talents and the things that you say and do are truly affecting people. And so you made a statement in there of the the different you were, you differentiated between is God calling us to be become his disciples mm-hmm. or are we just supposed to be labeled as Christians? And you made a mm-hmm. kind of a profound statement, or it was a fact. You had come up with the amount of times yeah. that disciple versus Christian. Yeah, I had read a quote in a book or whatever and then did some research on it, but basically that. Uh, disciple has is used uh, 269 times in the New Testament, and the term Christian is only used three times. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of piqued my interest a little bit about, you know, I the word Christian really kind of meaning like belonging. You're belonging to the body right. of Christ. Okay, right. that's good. It's good to belong to the body, um, but the Bible really emphasizes disciple. And, and, right. and a disciple is somebody who's a learner, who's an apprentice, who's, who, who's walking out their faith and learning, actively learning. And they're not just a part of yeah. the club, yeah. but they are truly followers of, of Christ and, and following his footsteps and, and learning how to be like him. And so I think in that, like, disciple... Sometimes when we think about discipleship, we think of meeting with somebody who's further on uh, in their life than us mm. or has more experience in ministry or is more knowledgeable than us. That's that's really great. But I think sometimes when we do that, 
we almost become disciples of our discipler. Right, right. Good point. And I think the emphasis for me is like, no, we are disciples of Christ. We're learning to be more like Christ, mm-hmm. not to be more like our discipler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of, that just that thought process, uh, as I was preparing for my sermon, I found to be a little challenging for me and interesting because there are people in that I look up to in my Christian faith that I'm like, Oh, I want to be more like yeah. pastor Chris, yeah. like in areas <laughs> of theology and stuff. And like when I'm preparing for a sermon and I ask pastor Chris a question, he just lights up and gives me all the information <laughs> and all the great talking points for my sermons. And so I'm like, man, I wish I was like pastor Chris, but in reality, I want to be like Christ. Exactly. And you see, I see those highlights of Christ in Chris that draw me towards Chris, but the reality is I want to be a disciple of Christ, not Chris. Right. So, well, uh, you know, let's unpack that a second. If you think about what we, well, let's just pick on Americans. So just, we live in America, we're Americans. But even in saying that you have generations that, um, in in order to identify yourself, you give yourself a label. I am this, or I am that. Well, we're, the proof is in the pudding, like you're saying, is how do you act out whatever it is that you've learned? If, you've had a, uh, if you're had uh, if you studying under a master uh, carpenter or whatever it is, you become the apprentice. The proof in the pudding is ca- can I utilize the tools and make things not exactly like the journeyman did, but can I... Uh, uh, what I've learned, then do something and create mm-hmm. something. And so we, so have we lost that, Bob? Have we lost that understanding of being a Christian is just ticking the boxes? I go to church, I pray, you know, I read the Bible because that's what I'm supposed to do versus mm-hmm. here are my tools to become like Jesus. It's, right. I, I don't And to do as he does. I think there is a, a problem in today's Christianity of consuming mm-hmm. and uh, just gaining knowledge and, and puffing up and yeah. and getting all that information and stuff and then not actually doing and not seeing the fruit and mm-hmm. of it in, in your life. And then I think that there is a, and also a little side note that I was just thinking about that I know people who... Um, claim to be a part of Christianity solely based on like their political ideologies. Mm -hmm, Like it creeps mm -hmm. through like, I am this, therefore I am also Christian or because I'm a Christian, I am also this political ideology. Mm -hmm, And it's mm -hmm. like, wait, 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 wait. that's, that's the, you're, you're trying to belong to a club in that sense. And, and you're trying, like you said, to label yourself. Like if you're this, Mm -hmm. then you're that. And if you're that, then you're this, but, the reality is um, being a Christian is uh, like following Jesus. And mm-hmm. so it's not just part of being a club, but it's that disciple aspect of it. And so I think that there is a sense of uh, the church making Christianity comfortable enough to where we don't have to become disciples. Like mm-hmm. if, if you right. think about back in, you know, early biblical times, like people would um, just be walking from city to city or Mm -hmm. from place to place. And they would be 
having to walk with their teacher or their rabbi and like be close to them while they're walking and listen. And I shared that quote uh, that I read out of a John Mark Comer book about like uh, disciples being covered in the dust of a rabbi because they're walking so close. They're walking so close. I love that quote. That the literally the the sandals of their rabbi is kicking dust up that like is covering them, and so that is uncomfortable. If you think about that, mm-hmm. being a disciple in that situation is not as comfortable as people who come mm-hmm. to church on Sunday right. and get their nice warm coffee and and sit in their seat and listen to a nice message and good music, and then go out to lunch and then go home and go throughout their week and, oh, that was nice. And then, oh, maybe I'll tune into the pastor's podcasts on Wednesdays. So uh, that's, oh, that's nice. Well, uh, but I but I think what you did in your sermon and what we, we try to do in all of our sermons and then even in our podcasts is that we're trying to deconstruct a, um, a limited version of, of what the Bible says or what what words mean. And so people can say, oh, well, I'm this. We're trying to say, hey, let's let's unpack that. Let's uh, let's take the status quo that is that everybody would adopt. Let's unfreeze that thing. Mm-hmm. Let's take a deeper look, and then and then to be able to be honest enough with ourselves and saying, I thought I was just free and clear because I said the right things. Mm-hmm. I said the sinner's prayer or, or whatever it is. I didn't know that I literally had to, as Paul says give up everything that was gained to me, everything that I could put my uh, pride into. I gave it all up. In fact, I count it as rubbish Hmm. in comparison to, not that it was bad, because God gave us bodies to be good stewards of our bodies. Um, But at the same time, if that gets in the way, and you said consumerism, if it gets in the way of my obedience to become like Jesus... There's a reality check there, that, mm-hmm. or at least it should. It should cause us to say, oh, my gosh, what have I bought into here? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, thinking, I was just thinking this week, maybe this is off topic, but um, just things that I've loved throughout my life, like, and this week has been a rough week for me, and just thinking about, like, man, I things that I have claimed in the past as part of my identity, even as I became a Christian, like Mm -hmm. they still Mm -hmm. were things that I loved and enjoyed. And so playing and making music, I'm not talking about playing on Sunday morning. I'm talking about actually Mm -hmm. like being creative and in music, being in a band, um, playing crazy shows with really loud people. Um, (laughs) Cars. I, I've always been a car lover and always Mm -hmm. into cars. And then um, video games. I've always been a gamer. That's always mm-hmm. been a big part of my life as well. And so I look at those three things, uh, you know, that I hold dear, that are hobbies, that are things that, like, bring me life. And I've been looking at my life the past. I'm like, those really aren't a part of my life right now. So uh, there's this tension that I feel where it's like uh, life is busy. I have kids. There's different priorities now. Um but in a sense, have I lost some of myself in the new life I've chosen? And I would hmm. say, yeah, I probably have. And yeah. and and I have to be okay with that because uh, it's, it's not a life that Christ has called me to, that he's got different things that are 
more productive than me spending a ton of money on a vehicle or right spending a ton of time playing secular music in mm-hmm. bars or venues like no that's not probably <laughs> life-giving either or spending too much time on video games like so like i think for all of us if i was just a consumer of christianity i think that those things would still be apparent in my life mm-hmm. all those little things because right. i wouldn't have taken i wouldn't take discipleships and my following in christ serious enough to um let some of that stuff go and and to have the realization that those things aren't necessarily life bringing to myself or those around me they're just mm. maybe idols in my life right. that I've held on to and so um yeah. yeah I think there is a counting the cost when you become a disciple of Christ and um I just wonder if us as Christians uh aren't really counting the costs or if becoming a Christian actually there is no cost it's actually a benefit Right, and I think when we look down the road of the long-term desire that we have in following Christ, I don't know that we thoroughly understand of what we have to either give up or sacrifice in order to attain that, in order to become that uh, image bearer. You know, it's in Genesis mm-hmm. chapter one, chapter two. It's this thing of God creating an Adam and Eve likeness of Himself in them, and they were stewards of the garden. Of course, they they blew that. But at the same time, with Christ, we are now being given this amazing gift back to become those image bearers again, because the Messiah has come. He died on the cross, and so the the, the seriousness of it. I was I was listening to a podcast. This this again a secular person that I listen to. You listen to secular really good, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I listen to all kinds of things. This is recorded, and, Chris. And he was <laughs> he was asked. Well, so are you a Christian? Do you believe in God? And he says, I hesitate to even answer that question because the minute I say I am a Christian or I believe in God, he goes, then I would literally have to live that out. I am not willing to say it out loud if I am not willing Mm. to live it out every single moment of my life. Mm. And I was struck by that that sometimes it just, we can so, you know, free, oh, I'm a Christian, or, oh, yeah, I believe in God. But here's a guy saying, I don't want to say that because then that means I'd have to to live it. I would have to become the very thing that I just said that Mm -hmm. I am. And I was stunned by that, and it made me do a personal kind of check in my own heart that says, am I saying just things so that people will accept me or pat me on the back or, or whatever it is, Versus saying, if I say this, then that means it would be like saying, yeah. Bob, I'm going to be a what vegan. Does that, mean? that means a, a strict diet. It means I can't eat dairy or, or all these different yeah. things. It would be something like, gosh, do I want to do that? That's intense. So it's almost like that person takes your faith more serious than you do so much that yeah. he's not willing to yeah. s- step into that role. We have we have an atheist who comes to our young adults group. He's been coming for maybe four months maybe Mm -hmm. six months. I don't know. Um, but he's told me like, I want to believe, Mm -hmm. but I just can't. And it's, I think it's similar to, to that situation. It's like, I know what that means. Yeah. And I think sometimes we say that we're a part of something or we are, um, we're this or we're that without really knowing what it means. And I'm kind of honoring in a sense (laughs) where like, if, (laughs) 
somebody says like, oh, I'm blah, 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 then I'm, and I, if I don't really understand, I'll be like, well, what does that exactly mean for you? Like, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? Uh, so, um, yeah, it is interesting as, as people take yeah. on identities and, and things in their life that, um, maybe they don't understand what that truly means to be a follower of Christ. Yeah. And yeah, so, exactly. Well, and that's what I think the hope in this podcast, as you're listening, is that in calling yourself a disciple of Jesus, you are willingly saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to become like him. And it may mean sacrifice. It may mean a reevaluation of my priorities. Our challenge to you today is that you were created in the image of God. And as image bearers of Jesus, you, are, you and I are uh, we're the salt and we're the light of the world. And so take some time to really evaluate that in your life and then be honest with God and say, these are the things that I either need to sacrifice or I need to reevaluate and see what God will do with your life as a result. Amen. Amen. I love that. (laughs) I love that too. Let's do it. All right, folks, that's it for us. Be blessed and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.